This episode of Juice Crew Radio is brought to you by Try Best, making healthy living easy. Well, welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. Well, I'm so excited, you guys. We've got Dana Wild here, one of my favorite people. She's going to be on the show to show you how to train your brain to build a successful health business, or whatever else you need to change that mindset. She turned my life around. She'll do the same for you. So stick around, get a water, some juice, or some tea. We'll be back right after this with Dana Wild. Did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at juicecoachtraining.com. Well, welcome back to the show. I told you we've got Dana Wild here. She's the best-selling author of Train Your Brain, creator of the Celebrity Formula. She can show you how to train your brain so you can bring in more money, build your health biz the right way, and get paid for being you. She was one of my coaches and mentors, and I've been working with her for years, and she's going to turn your whole life around. Let's welcome to the show right now, Dana Wild. Yay! The crowd goes wild. Hi, so good to be here. You know what, Steve? It makes me feel so honored to get that introduction from you because you've turned my life around because I'm juicing every day now. <laughs> I love it. And I could see the glow. I mean, I got to really connect with you and meet with you in person when we did that other uh, training that you gave me. And um, I see the light in your eye and how juicing's turned your life around. So thank you for all the work that you're doing. You're such an inspiration, Dana. So thank you. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be a good show. This is going to be great. So and, you know, mindset, we always talk to our practitioners in the certification program about mindset and how it all starts with mindset. And we see it over and over again. What is it about mindset in the brain? Great question, Steve. You know, uh, I think what happens with the mindset crowd or the motivation crowd or the positive thinking crowd is they will give you these slogans like, you know, you have to believe in yourself, but nobody tells you how to believe in yourself. And so the reason mindset is so important, like the core of it, if you're going to listen to nothing else in this interview, if you can hear this one thing, is that if you line up a hundred people against a wall who are all successful in their particular practices, whatever they are, they're going to have different methods for getting there. You're going to say, how did you do it? And one's going to say, I live stream. And one's going to say trade shows. And somebody else going to say, hashtags, get on Instagram. So Action is not what actually builds your business, you know, and that's really a radical thing to say, but it can't be because if action was the thing that built the business, that would be a common denominator, but everybody's taking different actions. But if you ask those same hundred people or you were able to get into their heads, you would see that they all think differently than the people who aren't there yet. And the, the reason is they have a different level of expectation. They have a more positive expectation. They have a positive way of thinking. But because it comes to them naturally, they don't think to tell you. Like, it's not like they're trying to hold anything from you. You know, they don't think to tell you when you say, how did you do it? They're saying Instagram because they don't think to say like, well, I think different thoughts than the rest of the population. Nobody thinks to say that. So what we're doing with Train Your Brain is we're trying to to help people understand their brains in really easy terms so that they can start using them more effectively and start thinking like those people because when that becomes your default thinking, then your brain takes care of the rest. 
Well, it's interesting. I mean, and I know you'll be interested to know that uh, Cliff Dumas is in module five of our certification program, and he helps you to, you know, be in front of a microphone on radio and TV and get your message out. And I know we've had similar trainings and, and you've taken it to the next level, though, with your celebrity formula. So I, I guess I feel like our practitioners are ripe for that program, but we should talk about that. Um, and and, and we'll, we'll, we will actually talk about that during this interview. That's um, great. But what is it about celebrity and how is it that we can get paid by being ourselves? Good question. I love it. So most of the time, people are trying to be different or they're trying to change something about themselves to be successful. And so the first stop on this is that you don't have to change anything to be wildly successful. And and I'm going to come back around and I'm going to explain why that is. But let me start with this premise because I want to answer your question directly firstly. So usually the thing that we think is the thing that makes us bad or that we have to change is actually the thing that makes us unique. I had a woman I was working with for a long time in the celebrity formula, as a matter of fact, and she's a crier. So she, she almost every time I talk to her, she has an emotional moment where she cries and she really hates it about herself. And she's like, I'm never going to be successful with this. You know, I have to change this or this is, you know, a horrible thing about me. Now, it happens that her industry has to do with um, helping people preserve their memories and connection to family and this and that. And I said, well, what if the thing that you think is your greatest weakness is actually your greatest strength? What if you started, and I got this verbiage from you, Mr. Steve, what if you started accentuating the negative? What if you started realizing that the thing that you think is the thing that makes you a bad person or a bad example or not able to be successful is the thing that is the thing that makes you successful? So in my case, most people in my niche, they're not only uh, college graduates, but they graduate from Harvard, and they're usually researchers on happiness. Well, I'm, I never went to college. I'm a high school graduate. And so I can hide that or not talk about it. Or I can make that my thing. I can make that the reason why people will understand what I tell them and the reason why people should learn from me. So when we talk about getting paid to be you, what I'm talking about is uh, in the celebrity formula, what we specifically do is we find three positive tr- uh, characteristics about ourselves and one what we would call quote unquote negative. So in mine would be like only being a high school graduate. And then we craft celebrity identity around that that is authentically who we are and we can go out in the world fully as ourselves talking about the things that we're doing in a comfortable and safe way without having to talk about the last meal we ate every time or the unless you're in the food industry or or you know uh the rough divorce i'm going through or you know you don't have to be out there with all of your quote-unquote dirty laundry in order to be out there and be authentically yourself there's a way to do it easily and and successfully well i could hear it now the negative mindset people have about getting themselves out there and the critiques that come in from people and uh the wanting to be liked you know that was something i suffered for for years and as a result i was vanilla and you know when i first started all this i i wasn't honest and i wanted people to like me and i wanted to say the right things and and i think a lot of people are like that you know that we we don't and especially with this day and age in social media and getting ourselves out there and it could be hard to hear the criticism when we're being vulnerable so let's oh, talk about so vulnerability about that. <laughs> <What's> that? 
I have so much to say about that. Can, we t- can you answer about vulnerability and polarization of audience and, and maybe even using some examples like Howard Stern and that kind of thing? Okay, so a couple of quick things I want to bring up. The first thing I want to bring up that's important for everybody to know, and we've, we've mm-hmm. talked about this before, but it's going to be core to everything I talk about. And that is, in your brain, you have a part of the brain called the reticular activating system. So whatever you think about, whatever you talk about, your reticular activating system's job is to sift through the mucky muck and look for that. So, so this is why mindset is so important. We like to say the problem is not the problem. The problem is that you keep thinking and talking about the problem. So first of all, you have to, if you realize you've got a tape going about it's not safe for me to be out in the world or it's not safe for me to be myself out in the world. The problem is not that it's not safe. The problem is that you keep thinking and talking about it not being safe. That is square one most important thing to talk about. So let's assume you're a brain trainer and you're giving yourself positive self-talk and you're wanting to get out there and you're wanting to talk uh, to others, you know, and put your message out in the world. Here are a few things I'd like to address with this. So number one, it's the the Howard Stern thing that you just mentioned, which is if you're being authentically yourself and if you have a viewpoint and you have a message to bring to the world, you are going to attract the people who think like you think. But you're also going to repel the people who don't think like you think. And you want that to happen. When I go out and I'm saying action doesn't build your business, what builds your business is thinking positively and getting into the flow and being happy and then you get better results. Anybody who's a whiner or a complainer or doesn't want to be a part of that, I want them to go away. I want them to be like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Go away. Like, go away. You don't belong in this sandbox. And so... Howard Stern is so polarizing because he knows who he wants in his sandbox. So having said that, that's phase one of this. So phase one of external approval or like me, like me, which believe me, I've got loads of myself. So I speak from, I talk about what I know. Phase two of it is that if you have a fear of judgment, then there's a really good chance you're overly critical of yourself and you're judging yourself. And so give yourself a dose of self-love and I'm going to address something on that with point three. Point three, and this is one of the points I don't think most people are talking about, is when you are going out with an expectation that people are judging you, then that means you have this idea that other people are a bunch of judgers and they're a bunch of critical people. And you're the one saying, hey, I'm so great, I don't judge, but all of you all, you're all very critical and you're all judging and that's why I'm afraid. And so who's doing the judging (laughs) in that scenario? Who's the real judger? And so it's easier to bust ourselves and to say like, oh, well, I'm so critical of myself or I'm I'm a perfectionist or I'm overly critical. But the reality is how ugly is that talk of calling everybody else out there judges and and being critical right and when you hear that it makes me cringe when i hear it because if you're in this sandbox and if you're following steve then my guess is that one of your core values is that you're tolerant and you're not judgmental and you love people and you want to create a world where we can all talk to each other and figure things out and so to hear the idea that you might actually be judging others and calling them names and calling them 
fandom critical and all of those things probably hopefully will make you cringe and so back to brain training how do you nip that in the bud will you nip it in the bud by deciding that you're going to act within your core values your core values are i'm somebody who's not judgmental i like learning about people i'm open to people and you know what i'm going to attract people like that why what is this fear about being judged coming from when i know who i am in the world and i trust that other people are the same way generally speaking what's your core belief about other people well my core belief is that most people are good most people if they're listening in they're into personal development they're into wanting to get healthy they're there for a reason they want the information they want to like me and i want to like them and so so finally point four in all of this external validation is this if you do nothing else besides like the self-talk we've talked about and this and that if you get clear on your message like clarity clarity that's the cure for the need for external validation when you are 100% clear of who you're helping and why you're there and how important it is and what you're about and the points of your message and why you want to talk about it and you're excited about it and you know it works and you can't wait to get into it and you're so excited to talk more about it when you're in that clarity you don't even care about the rest of the world you don't care at all so so all of those layers through that's the cure for external validation clarity i think that really dials back everything by the way disclaimer everything she says is so true julie and i are always saying what would dana say it's so (laughs) this stuff is powerful so i just i hope you've got your pen and pad out and you're taking notes and and don't worry we're going to provide you with more resources along the way but it dials back to that reticular activating system doesn't it because if someone negative comes into our space or into our world, our business, and all those loves came before, somehow we'll, we, some of us, maybe me, but we'll magnify the person that came in negative rather than what you're saying here and being clear and true with your message or remembering all those emails of people that you're helping. And somehow we'll focus on that and our brain will make it our world, won't it? Yeah. And it's, it's a uh, automatic thing in the brain. They call it the negative bias and it was designed to protect us. You know, if the, if the tiger walks on the, or the lion walks on the savanna, you want to see that negative thing to know like your life is in danger. So it's part of our, our wiring without a doubt. But here's the deal. And I, I feel really strongly and passionately about this. We live in a world now where people more and more are caring about things like their health and the food they eat. They care about the cars they drive, the neighborhoods they live in. They care about, you know, the school their kids go to, all of these things. And I want people to start caring about what they think because you're right. Negativity gets our attention. That's why they call it rubbernecking, right? You get, it gets your attention, those negative situations. But only you can think in your head. You're the only one. Nobody else can think in your head but you. And becoming a brain trainer means being willing to shut out the peanut gallery and care about your thoughts as much as you care about eating that good meal or driving that nice car and so this is like i'm really radical about this this is the next wave i think of uh, self-care for people and of transformation is when we start to realize that what you think about matters mindset matters most 
That is, yeah, that is next level, isn't it? And so I was thinking when you were saying that, and for some of us drinking a green juice, and even people in our community as part of our certification program, a lot of them are trying to develop these habits for themselves. I always say to them, it starts with you. You're the best example. You're the face behind your brand, your story, being vulnerable, but also doing the daily juice habit, cleansing three to four times a year with the changing seasons, doing that. But a lot of them might have challenges with that too. So how, for those that I'm speaking to that are trying to do that, what are some of the, and I know in the first show we had you on in season one, and we talked about training your brain for health and they can go back and listen to that show. But what are just some quick hacks on how we can program our mind for success? Yes, it's a that's with, a great with question. Health. With health, yeah. I should say. Yeah, I agree. Well, and you know what's interesting is it's the same whether it's with health or with your business or anything. In and I think especially maybe it's Americans. I'd be real curious to hear from your worldwide listeners. But you know, we were raised uh, or we were founded by the Puritans, right? You know, and so we have a lot of this kind of all or nothing mentality in our world. So it's like either I'm perfect and I'm doing everything perfectly, or I'm not, you know, and there's no middle ground. And so with regards to getting healthy or with regards to building your business, and I know you preach this too, so this is right on target with your message, celebrate your wins. You know, look at all those little wins you have and pat yourself on the back and say, I'm getting better at this. This is, I'm getting better at this. I didn't juice every day last week, but I juiced one day and that felt really good. And and every day, if you can build on those wins, whether it's about health or whether it's about your business, you know, we want to say like, oh, I ate that bag of kettle chips and we want to beat ourselves up rather than saying, but you know what? I did have a really nice salad for lunch and that's a win. That's a, I'm moving in the right direction. If you can continue to look at what's going right, your brain will automatically know like this is I get a happy, I get a reward when I look at what's going right and it will look for more things that are going right. You know, so in your business, you can be saying like, oh, I listened to this great interview today with Steve Prusak and it was about brain training. And then I went and I saw this, uh, you know, I talked to an old client and it was awesome. And then I went and I had a good conversation with my business partner about how we're going to revamp our systems. And then I watched this training on this. And so these are all little wins. None of them maybe put money in your pocket, but your brain doesn't know that. Your brain only knows like, this is working. She's successful. This is working. He's getting healthy or she's getting healthy, right? So celebrate the wins. And the same goes for brain training. You know, there's this idea that when you have a negative thought, we want to go like, oh, bad, bad, negative, cancel, cancel, pop, pop. Well, when you have a negative thought, you should be going like, yes, I caught it. I'm aware of that negative thought. This is a win. I was running on automatic pilot before, but now I just busted myself. This is a win. And so count those wins. The more you can count those wins in whatever category you're trying to improve or change in, the more your brain will support you in it. I know my audience is like me and energetically sensitive and, uh, you know, the people around us really influence us and um, energetically, of course, but also what I want to talk about here is negativity because someone close to us can be going through a negative situation and we take it on and feel it and we can get sucked into it and negativity seems to, it seems to have a life of its own the way it could just grow and get out of control and, and we've got to get back to the light and we become aware and we say, all right, we, we've, let's, let's try and get more positive despite 
despite this. How do we keep, it's almost like staying in the light. How do we live in the light in a negative world, so to say? Well, the first thing, of course, is to be aware, you know, prepave it and have an intention and a decision and a desire. Because you can be around negativity and it can influence you. Or you can be around negativity and you can have pre-centered and pre-paved and pre-aligned yourself so you are in clarity about who you are before you're in that situation. And so a couple of quick things here. It's going to feel like I'm going all over, but you're going to see how this comes together, right? We've talked about stories that you have about the world and about the world around you. And so you can have a story about the world around you that it's a negative world or there's a lot of negativity. And there's nothing wrong with that because your reticular activating system will support that and your reticular activating system will find all the negativity and see it all. And that's all okay. Having said that, you can also have a story either that, um, you know, I live in a bubble and I seem to only see positive things or... You can have a story that is, in spite of all the negativity that's going on, I stay centered. I stay centered and aligned. And Steve, I think you are, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people in your sandbox are, and I know I am, really high on the um, uh, empathy scale. And so because of that, um, I, I have to do more prepaving too. I have to do more of like I'm going into this environment where I know these people don't get along or whatever the case is. So I have to be more centered and aligned about who I am in that place before I get there. I'm going to be uh, the voice of reason. I'm going to be the beacon of hope. I'm going to hold the vision of everything going well. I'm going to be the person who holds the positive energy and space so that it can align and it can um, develop there. So there are the what exists is not as important as who you want to choose who you choose to be within that space or within that world. So, so far, does that make sense? So it's a pre-paving kind of like pre, like uh, there's another word for it, but I, yeah, but um, I know pre intention maybe is what you're thinking. Yeah. It's uh, something like that. As it, when I worked as an occupational therapist, there was a term for it. Front loading. Oh, Ooh, I love that term. I'm yeah. going to get all my good terms from you. Steve. <laughs> You want to be front-loaded. Yes, front-loading. So having said that, now that we kind of all get that, that there is a, you know, quote-unquote defense against it, or there's a way to, like, be the right the person you want to be in it, what I do now or what I use it as now is I use those moments when I'm uh, affected by negativity or I can see myself looking at the negative thing and I can feel the negative emotion come in. I use those as uh, indicators that I'm not centered. Because when I'm really centered and when I'm really flying high and when I'm my best self and when I'm 100%, none of that stuff bothers me. I don't even see it. I don't even notice it. Like, have you ever left a shop and somebody next to you will say, man, that clerk was rude? And they'll be like, really? I didn't even notice. Well, you don't notice when you're in that moment and flying high. So so when you notice that stuff is bugging you, my man has this habit and it makes me crazy when I'm off center. He doesn't rinse off forks or knives or anything before he puts them in the little cup holder and i know the days that i notice that and i get really annoyed by it it doesn't have to do with him not doing that it has to do with that i'm not aligned in that moment i'm not centered in that moment i'm feeling critical or i'm feeling like i'm taking on the negative energy or i'm feeling like the the negative uh criticism hurt me more than normal so suddenly everything kind of becomes out in the world is for my benefit 
even the bad stuff is for my benefit because it's the little signals that I'm not aligned. So I know the work to do. I know like get some sleep, have a little bite to eat, go for a walk, play with the dog, listen to some good music, you know, say your mantras, do some meditation, whatever it takes. All of that stuff now is just for you. It's actually saying have a green juice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's funny that you say that because Julie has been a mirror for me for that too. And, and when I'm focusing on something, she'll be like, you're not noticing all this that I'm doing over here. You're, why is it that you're, and I'm like, that comes from my mom. My stepmom was that way. And so like, so it's it's so nice to have a partner that can mirror and help us to grow through these things. Yeah, Um, exactly. So before we get to some action steps, because I want to talk to our practitioners, a lot of people are getting through the program and they're like, okay, now what? How do I get my message out? Where do I start? And and it it does come down to the mindset. So we're going to start with the three action steps for them. But before we do that, where can people find what you're up to? We know DanaWild.com is a great resource for all things Dana and, and to enter your sandbox. Is that the best portal in? Yeah, it's a really good one because there's a lot of offerings. But I tell you, if you go to um, DanaWild.com slash free training, anything I've got that's free is usually there. And I've got a really good workshop right now that you can find at 60secondworkshop.com. And yes, it literally takes 60 seconds. And so I highly recommend that you go check that one out because you can learn everything you need to know about brain training and building your business and your following in 60 seconds. <laughs> That's so, pretty good because our certification program has a ninety-minute workshop. So wow, you did six, you got it out sixty. I got to work on my my stuff. I could do if I could tell them about our program in sixty seconds. I'd be a lot of I'd be ahead of the game. No, I talk t- fast. I talk fast. <laughs> I'm a faster talker than you. You know. I love it, but we'll have a link up at the show notes on juicegururadio.com under the show with Dana, or go to juicegururadio.com and you'll find it there too. Um, so we'll just put the links up there. That's the best way, or you can go to direct. And so thank. Thank you for that, Dana. But I thought we could wrap up with the three action steps because it all sounds good in theory and this this takes work. So how do we dive in, start changing the mindset, start creating a thriving, successful business rather than the mindset of I'm putting my message out there. No one's hearing me. What do I do? I don't want to speak to crickets. Yeah, all good all good questions, Steve. Gosh, I just love talking to you. So the first one is uh, you've got to start busting yourself. You've got to start being aware and making that connection that what you think about is what you're noticing in the outside world. And the easiest way to do that is just to, you know, notice if you feel a little off or if you're feeling a little uh, negative or if you have a thought, that thought that's like, oh, man, all my clients are broke or this is never going to work or whatever it is. Ask yourself, do I want my reticular activating system to keep matching that up? And if not, then you must start to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. So you must start to play with it. And, you know, if you have a hard time with positivity, all you're trying to do is say little sentences that help you to feel better. So it's like talking to your best friend. You know, think of how we talk to ourselves compared to how we talk to our, you know, friends. If our best friends were saying like, oh, I'm never going to make it, we'd go, well, come on. You know, you're doing fine and you're learning more every day and you're going to figure it out and things are getting better. Well, talk to yourself like that just so you can feel the shift. Um, So start busting yourself. That's the first one. And celebrate every time you catch yourself and every time you turn it around. And keep saying, like, I'm getting better at this and I, I like feeling good. Feeling good is practical. When you feel good, you open the creative pathways in your brain. You feel like engaging. You feel like getting out there. You get better results. People like you. You like them. All that good stuff. The number two 
is uh, do what you can to keep yourself feeling hope or above. So sometimes people think with positive thinking that you have to be bouncing off the ceiling happy to be successful. And it's just not true. If you can keep yourself just feeling hopeful about what's happening, and the easiest way to do that is just to say hope sentences. So just say things like, I hope I figure this out. I hope I get better at this. I hope I find my method for marketing. I hope I find something that works for me. If you can keep yourself feeling good and take action from that place, we call it intentional action, you're going to meet with a lot bigger success. Okay? So so keep yourself feeling good. Take that intentional action. And then um, the final thing is... I was going to say focus on what's going right, but since I've already said that, I think I would like to say um, step into your celebrity in a bigger way. And what that means is focus on all of the reasons why you are the perfect person to be delivering your message and literally write it down. Write down like all the reasons why you are the perfect person to be delivering your message and read that over and over and over again, especially every time you're going to live stream or blog or be interviewed, read it again and again why you are the perfect person to be delivering your message, your health, your juice bar, whatever it is, and be your own best champion. It's an inside job. She's Dana Wild. Dana, thank you so much. So bust ourselves, hope for the future, and step into your celebrity or stay in the hope light. Thank you for being on the show and all the incredible work you're doing. Um, I think that was a great way to sum it up. But really so grateful for your message, Dana. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I love the work you're doing, Steve. It's really just a pleasure to be here. An honor. I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you next time. For listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at juicegururadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.